The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. You're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast with Rock, Hoop, Q, Aries, Falcon, and keeping it sexy, LG. What's up, what's up, what's up, and welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast. My name is Rock, and I'm joined with my boy, Aries, who's all the way over on the West Coast, the notorious fit maker. What's up, Aries? Yeah, what it is, what it is, what it does, man. Happy the season is done. Yep. Now we can work on next year. Yeah, man. <laughs> the fun never stops, man. It continues. It definitely continues. Like I said, all the other fellows are not here, but we also have a special guest who was able to join us, and we appreciate that. We have Shine in the house. What's going on, Shine? What's up, what's up, what's up? Oh, uh, man, that's what we're all here trying to figure out. <laughs> what the heck is up with this team, man? Ah, <laughs> oh, it's been a long season. Yeah, very long. Very long. But uh, we want to thank everybody for checking us out here at the What's Up Falcons podcast. Don't forget to hit us up on Twitter at, at What's Up Falcons. And uh, definitely check us out, our podcast, out on the Armchair All-American and um, also on iTunes and other places where you get your podcast. All right, fellas. Um, season's over. Um, you know, Saints beat us in our own house. Um, you know. Yeah, that one stung a little bit. I, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> stung a little bit. Uh, you know. I was hoping for the sweet, man. I had the brooms out, man. I had the brooms out. <laughs> you give this team too much credit, man. <laughs> hey, man, we, you know, so we, we we beat them in their own house. I figure, you know, we at home, and, you know, it should be, you know, it's not a cakewalk, but, right. you know, at least come out with the dub, win by two, three, something. Yeah, man. I, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, they seem like they tried, I guess, or some some parts of the team tried at least. They put up a fight. Yeah, yeah. they put up a fight. Especially Matt. Matt tried everything he could think of. <laughs> <laughs> he did, man. He tried everything he could think of. But, uh, but yeah, man. So. Um, I don't know, uh, Aries, man. Let's go just talk about this Saints game, and then we'll talk about you know what they need to do. Just overall, man. What was your out what your uh, outlook on this game, man? I, I, I think I think uh, Taysom Hill going down was bad for us because he was the the you know what I'm saying the the not so good quarterback out of the two, right. Travis Simeon has a better arm so right. I, I think had Jason Hill been able to come back I think we could have got like a pick or two or something out of that right so. right and don't forget man every time I said it on Twitter every time we're up against a rookie quarterback or, or a second string quarterback I mean a quarterback's on your bench somehow they throw us team for a loop and we always lose, man. That's been our trend for the last few years. Because we ain't got no pass rush. Right. Right. I, I mean, I, I've seen more pass rush in, in that uh, Alabama Georgia game the other night. Oh, yeah, so you, had the, you had the brain head up, <laughs> I know. I wasn't. 
<laughs> I wasn't gonna. I was gonna hold it for Q, but you know, if y'all want to speak on it, we can speak on it. I see, I see more pass rush in that game than than we had all season. So, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Oh man, it is. It is. What about you, Sean? Man, what was your takeaway from this game, man? Uh, I mean, yeah, like like Eric said, when Taysom went out, that 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 changed the dynamic of the game. I yeah. Mean, at that point, <laughs> you can't stop the run. Right. I mean, Evan Camaro uh, was gashing us, so you can't stop the run. Yeah. And they get in the short field off of turnovers. Yeah. So I mean, I think Trevor Simeon had two touchdowns before he even had a hundred yards passing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you can't you can't win football games like that. And then <laughs> you know I got to agree with Coach Coach Smith. You know mm-hmm. you get. Your, your offense all season had like 31 possessions or something like that. That's, that's not going to help the defense out at all. No. Not that means that the defense is already as bad. It's, it's on the field more than they need to be. Exactly. And so, you know, it, it was it was bad. Yeah. It was, it was bad. Yeah, man. It, it definitely was bad. I, I, you know, everything that went wrong. And like you said, man, we had. Then we have three turnovers. Matt, turn it over, turn it over three times. Yeah. We have three first play turnovers. So as soon as the offense got on the field, they turned the ball over. Yeah, three in a row. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was bad, man. It was. But why was that so? I mean, what they've not prepared? <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say they wasn't prepared. I just, yeah. I mean it. Yeah, okay. We're just going to be honest. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 your hands tied behind your back when you got an offensive line that can't hold up. Oh, yeah. You have wide, you have wide receivers who can't beat and get open on their man. Right. Your best wide receiver is Gage. That's not knocking Gage because I actually like Gage as the number two. But right. We're talking about Gage being the number one. Right. And he <laughs> pitches in the game, but he's hurt. So. Yeah. I mean, your leading receiver in yard is—is is, I, I hate to call him a tight end, but that's what he is. Right. But he, he's playing with one leg, so I mean, yeah. at that point, you handicap the run game not not working. Yeah. You got Mike Davis fumbling the ball left and right. <laughs> it's, it's just—it's all bad. You got you, you have you got Debo missing tackles and taking bad angles to tackles. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just—it's just—it's just, it's just bad. It, it was just bad. Like I said, were they even prepared? Did were they even did they even care? Because <laughs> I mean, at one I mean, point, <laughs> go ahead. I mean, when you troll a team, you gotta beat that team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, can't, you can't troll them and lose. Right. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, so, man. I, they playing for a playoffs. Not only are they playing for a playoff position, they playing because you trolling them. It's a division rival. You right. got to come out there with. With more passion, yeah, and more fire than, and they, and that just wasn't the case. It wasn't the case. Yeah, yeah, and it's, uh, and then you know, like I said, poor Matt, man, he got hit a few times, and I wouldn't be mad at Matt if he wanted to leave his team of an off season, man. I wouldn't be mad at him because we can't. I said this before Matt signed the extension. I thought he should have left. Yeah. He's never going to be appreciated in Atlanta. I don't no. care. Like I don't care if he would have won a Super Bowl. He still wouldn't have been appreciated in Atlanta. The I fans agree. don't love him. No, they don't love him. <laughs> no, they always talk about Mike Vick. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't love him. Like if, if you look at Matt Ryan's career mm-hmm. and this fan base, this fan base would literally make every excuse in the book for every other quarterback, and then turn on the flip side. And penalize Matt Ryan for the same exact thing. Yeah. So when we talking about quarterbacks and Matt Ryan, I mean they they want to talk about Drew Brees and how he had the same offensive caller mm-hmm. his whole career in New Orleans because we can't really talk about San Diego because Drew wasn't the Drew he was in New Orleans and San Diego. Right. And you talking about Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning had the same offensive coordinator in his ear in his ear for most of his career. Right. Aaron Rodgers had the same offensive coordinator yep. in his ear for most of his career. Yep. Yep. Matt's you know, been through. Same head coaches. Yep. And Tom Brady, same head coach for most of his career. Yep. Same offensive coordinator. Then you go to a team that has the number one ranked defense with another offensive mind 
and a yeah. great quarterback coach. And then you look at Matt Ryan, you're like, okay, he had Dirk Cutter. <laughs> he had, <Right. laughs> he had, he had Steve yep. Like He had Mike Malarkey. Yep. Like his best <laughs> offensive coordinator. His best offensive coordinator was Kyle Shanahan, but that wasn't until the second year. Great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's been through, what, three head coaches? Yep. No yes. other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no no other quarterback that you look at in the league right now that you said is an elite quarterback right. has had more turnaround around him than Matt Ryan. Yeah. And then they'll say, well, oh, he had Rodney White. Yeah, Julio. Yeah, Tony Gonzalez. All right, so. Peyton Manning had Reggie Wayne, mm-hmm. Marvin Harrison, Dallas Clark, Jeff Satter as an All Pro Center, Hall of Fame Center, Hall of Fame Coach, yep. the White Freeman, yeah, Robert Mathis, Bob Sanders. Right, you know what I'm saying? Let's not act like these 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 quarterbacks didn't have Hall of Famers around them. Tom right. Brady had Hall of Famers around him. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers had Hall of Famers around him. Yeah. Matt Ryan has never had a Charles Wilson on his defense. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, he hasn't. You know, Matt Ryan has never had a, a game-changing centerpiece playing on defense. So it's like, okay, no matter what's going on in that game, him being in that game is going to impact this game, and him being out that game is going to impact. Right. Yeah, he hadn't well, had that luxury, man, because I guess because we, you know, they build this as an offense first team. And then the defense kind of, and and then on top of that, we've had so suffered. many number one draft picks that yeah. has not panned out. Right. So so so, so the the the, uh, the the delay of the team trying to improve has been slowed down because the picks aren't there. Right. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, all that yeah. last few few number one picks, man. Especially when Thomas was here, for the most part, are they even still playing? I mean, all right. So let's think about it. Um, Matt's still in the league. Julio Spoon is not in the league no more. Nope. Sam Baker is not in the league. No more. I, I, I'm, I, I'm even gonna go. Parade here is not in the league no more. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, so you can go with Jalen Collins not in the league no more. Nah, Jalen Collins smoking you guys in the league. Buffon, he's not in the league. You got no, Buffon with the Raiders. Buffon with the Raiders. Buffon, yeah, and then you got Buffon uh, with the Cardinals. The Cardinals, he's, right. he's but, but but he's barely hanging on. Yeah, you know, um, Vic is gone. Uh, Tack is gone. Yeah, Tack, Tack is with the Browns. Yeah, he but he's like the Browns, yeah. He's like, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, on the bench, yeah. so he, you know what I'm saying, he don't start. So, I mean, like, all these picks that we've had over the years, and none of them has panned out no matter where they went. Even when we picked for the line, remember we picked up Caleb McGarry and uh, Listrom in that same uh, draft? Yeah, yeah. Listrom has been a beast. I, I love Listrom. I love the way he played. Caleb, yep. on the other hand, not so much. Right. He, he, needs, he needs more. And, and Caleb is the b- 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 bigger guy out of the two. Yeah. So I mean, I would think I would think he, he would have been, you know, what I'm saying held out, but not. Nah. And I, he wasn't he talk, the one that was talking smack too before he even played. I thought yeah, he was, what, 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 no, what did he say? Was, uh, uh, draft me. Yeah, yeah, did yeah, you yeah. want to keep the quarterback upright or some, some shit? Yeah, Jalen said that. Yeah, Jalen said that. Yeah, idiot. Yeah, man. Just... <laughs> you know how I feel about Michigan players, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the same way I feel about, you know what I'm saying? Stanford players, UCLA players. <laughs> well, with all that said, man, I mean, you know, so we know, you know, all that's from the past, and most of that was from with uh, Thomas and Quinn and and all those guys but uh, this offseason I think will be officially all the new guys Smith and Fontenot's picking I, I hope they do some nice little switcheroos with, with, with free agency yeah. you know what I'm saying put some decent players up draft well let's talk right. about that who, who would y'all knowing the needs that we have uh, should we draft who should we what, what are our needs and should we get each of those needs in the draft or free agency I, I think you can 
solidify your line and free agency. There's a couple of free agents out there that can solidify the offensive line. Okay. The draft is a deep draft when it comes for its defensive line. But if I'm if I'm picking, it's me in the draft room at eight. Mm-hmm. Cal Hamilton is on the board. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm taking. Here you go. If he's on the board at eight, <laughs> I get to put him roaming in the secondary with AJ Terrell at corner. What, he's at safety. I'm taking it. I'm what taking what, what it team is he on? What what college team? Notre, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Okay. He's coming from Notre Dame. But then you got to ask, hey, Sean, who's your college team? I mean, that's besides the point. No, 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 no. We, 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 that's besides the point. We're talking about an all Hold on, hold on. We're talking about an All-American. We're talking about a player that's been balling since his freshman year, and he's rated on everybody board as the highest safety coming out. Which, wow. So, who's your college team again? I'm just saying. Besides, <laughs> besides That's besides the fact. Kyle Hamilton is the pick at eight if he's dead. He won't answer the question, though. I, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> at, at eight, he is the pick if he's there. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> if he's there at eight, you take him. I'm taking so anybody on that, front, on that front four from Georgia because they was beasting. Yeah. We need number 99. I don't know about 99. I'll take 98. <laughs> he was balling a little bit harder. I think... Any, well, you, you're looking good with any of those guys that was on that front line, but um, yeah, 99, 95. Oh, you're not 95, but 98. Yeah, 90, yeah, man. Any of those dudes, I think I'm pretty safe that we may pick one at least one. We'd be stupid if we didn't, and have them with Grady. You know, what's the best name? What What are we doing with Grady? Me personally, I want to extend him. Right. You know, I, I want to extend him because I, I just I feel like you can't let Grady walk, no, and let Debo walk, and then all you bring it back is for you. I think you have to I think you have to extend Grady, yeah, and and, and sign for you. I like Walker to replace Debo. Hmm. Mm. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a I'm a fan of Debo, but this season. I don't know, man. Debo just—I think he got a little cocky, and he needs to go back to what made him the good—the good linebacker he is—and get your tackles. I understand going for the ball, but I mean, if you're the first one there, don't go for the ball. So, so and then miss the guy gains another five, five, ten yards because you missed the strip. You know what I'm saying? Just I mean, get him. Down. Okay, now see, this is the problem. This is the problem I've, I've had with the Falcons tackling in general. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And I watched it happen. I watched it happen to my boys in in, in the, the bowl game. So okay. this hurts a little. <laughs> I watched Oklahoma State hold up a play, and then the second man then came and yanked at the ball. What I see the Falcons do is they make the initial tackle, but then they go after the ball mm-hmm. and not secure the tackle. Mm-hmm. You have to secure the tackle, so the first player automatically should be okay. I'm gonna hold him and then let my let my teammate come in and try to force force the ball out. Exactly. But yeah. with Debo is the first one there, and I was going for the ball. I mean, Debo Debo does not wrap up, and right. I mean, no. <clears throat> but he's only yeah. been doing that the last couple years. Like when he first was on the scene, he was a tackling. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a. Tackling machine. Now it's just like he's more about going going in or or the ball than anything else, and that's what pisses me and everybody else off. You think is that what P's trying to get him to do? Or no. I mean, I think I think uh, I think that the the whole going for the ball with Dan Quinn, and it's not a bad yeah. approach to have. You want to attack the ball like you want to, but you want to make sure you secure the tackle first. Mm-hmm. He will right. throw his shoulder at you real quick and won't wrap up. <laughs> and it, I mean, it's frustrating at times because Debo has had chances to have tackles for losses right. or stop first downs, and he's woofing on tackles. Yeah, definitely seen him do it, man. It just seems like they're all. But this happens every year, man. We always seem to have issues tackling. 
it's like they don't know the fundamentals or they just forgot it or like you said uh, they may be just doing too much I mean it, it, I mean it's also kind of hard to to get them used to tackling yeah the only live tackling they actually do is in the game you know that the the old NFL versus the new NFL let's preserve the bodies versus let's make sure we have fundamental football you know no more two a days and pads one a day and pads but what about the teams that do know how to tackle, though? They have the same, you know, I mean, schedule. It, it's 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 a it, it, yeah, it's a mind frame too. Mm-hmm. You know, you got players that just have that that dog in them, right? That I want to make that tackle. You're not going nowhere. This is my house. This is my field. We have some of those players. You see it in AJ Terrell. He'll mm-hmm. he'll willingly throw his body around to make yeah. tackle. He'll literally throw his body around to take on a block so somebody else can make that tackle. You have Grady fighting triple teams and double teams and trying to make the tackle. And sometimes it pisses me off with Grady because he'll get in the backfield and he'll wolf on the tackle. Right. And I have to understand, he just beat two men. And so now he got to make the tackle after beating two men. Right. But at least he's back there to change the direct the direction of the running back. You know? right. At least right. he's impacting that. We, we're talking about the, the running back already headed in the direction and you have the angle and still missing the tackle. It's... It, it, you have to want to make those plays right. and it just seems like at some time some of the players on the team don't want to make those plays yeah and that I mean that comes across too when you when you, when you sit back and watch it I mean I know it's easier said and done or sitting back and, and watching this but not when it's happening consistently but uh it's funny that you brought up Grady and I mentioned this in a, a few episodes ago um like you were saying, we need to. Um, they need to um, get some money somewhere, and because uh, you know they got. In order to do that, they got to make some sacrifices. You don't let Grady go. You don't let Grady go. I know you don't. You, gotta, you extend Grady. You extend Grady to help create that cap. Then it comes down to what do you do with Devo, and right. what do you what do you do with Ridley, and how does Ridley contract plays out? Because I, I've seen somewhere and don't know how true it is, but I've seen somewhere that because he hadn't played a certain amount of games, that Six he should games. be on his fourth year deal again instead yeah. of his fifth year option. Yeah, I heard the same so thing. Comes, yeah, so it comes down to if he's on his fifth year option, do you do you think you can play pay him that money and he's going to be in a mental capacity to be able to play a full season? Or is the rumors true and he really want to go somewhere else? And at that point, you just find a trade partner to take on that that money that right. now is off the books. Right. Well, I did see something uh, today about they were talking with Terry Fontenot and he said he's not giving up on Calvin. Whether, you know, because uh, he, he, he's not, he's, he's you know, he does, he's not sure. talking about Calvin Johnson. Shit. I mean, I no, was, really. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't give up on really. I wouldn't. I mean, I can't say what's going on in his life. So I can't say, you know, how we seen a player carry the team pretty much last year when, when Julio was out right. versus, you know, this year. I can't I can't say what's the difference in his life that that caused that. Right. But I'm I, I mean a healthy, sound-minded Ridley on the field with a Pitts is deadly, deadlier than a Pitts and a Gage. And I like Gage again. I think Gage proved that he can play in this league at a high level. Oh, most definitely. But do you, you think know, really want to want to be here, though? I mean, that's the question. And my thing is, if you don't want to be here, where do you want to go? Right. And that's 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 the ultimate. I mean, we we heard all the 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 fire with Julio saying a Matt Arm wasn't strong enough, and he just he didn't want to be here. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be on a contender, so they sent him to Tennessee. And congratulations, because you know Tennessee do have the the number one seed in the AFC. But how much did Julio contribute to that? Not much at all. To me, Tennessee got the leftover Julio from last year that was still hurt. Yep. You know, so it's like Playoffs? in really case, it's really just saying, hey, you know, and I, I don't want to put that on him because I don't think nobody will play about their mental health. Right. But if he wants a fresh start, you're losing a player who can still produce at a high level. Right. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen really, really battle injuries. We we see him be productive. 
We've seen his rookie year, he almost had a thousand yards. We've seen him last year, he had a thousand yards. Mm-hmm. And we've seen this year, for weeks, he led the team in, in yards and receptions, and he wasn't even playing. Right. So we know he could be productive. It's just a matter of does he want to be here and be productive? Right. And if he doesn't want to be here and be productive, then where do you want to go? What, you want to go to LA and play with Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham Jr.? Where do you want to go? You want to go to Tennessee and play with Julie. Brown and Julio again? Yeah. Or. Send his send his ass to the Bears. And you <laughs> want to go to you want to go to San Francisco. Yeah. I mean that might not, but see that might work out for the Bears. But see the Bears still got to fix that offensive line because anybody behind that offensive line is, is is dying anyway. So I don't know, man. That's I mean we've all I mean the rumors have still been going around about you know Ridley and what's going to happen and. Like I said, the latest I saw was with uh, Fontenot's not sure if he want to trade him or he's going to try to convince him to stay. But I really don't think he wants to be here, man. And I don't know where he wants to go, but I, don't, I just don't think... I think he's kind of a leftover from Quinn, man, because those guys really... Uh, they really supported Quinn. And, yeah, you know, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I don't think Dan Quinn was by far a bad coach. Mm-hmm. I just think his decision-making as a coach... Was oh, yeah. Like, I don't think he was a bad head coach. I, I wouldn't say that he don't deserve another shot at being a head coach. I just think that right. his decision-making was more personal than actual business. Yeah. Well, hell, he might get it. <laughs> yeah, who's, someone was interested. Denver? Oh. He should do it, man. Denver is, and Denver is interesting. See, I, I that me I, me as a head coach would piss me off. Yeah, I bring this guy <laughs> in, and then he's he's there for one year, and then leaves. Like, you know, it's just. I mean, I get it. You know, what I'm saying you want the opportunity to become a coach, but Damn. come on, man. <laughs> I mean, but that's. I mean, but that's the game, though. You know, that's that's why they coach. That's why they coach. You know, yeah. let me. I get fired from my head coaching position. Let me go back and take a DC role and prove that I can still have players play for me and want to win for me. And every player you talk to on Dallas defense is going to speak highly of him. Mm-hmm. Well, because he's great at being a defensive coordinator. It's just does it translate well to head coaching? I'm, I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the the biggest issue with with Dan Quinn coaching tender was not being able to replace Kyle. Mm-hmm. And it always looked bad when you look at Matt LaFleur and what he's doing with Green Bay and everybody said, ha, ah, he was here before Kyle left. Yep. Why didn't you offer him the position? Yep, he was in Why the building. Why did you go get Stark? Yeah. You yeah. know, when, when, when many of us felt like we could make another run at the Super Bowl, why did you go get Stark? Does Stark play call and make a difference in that Eagles game? I, yeah. yeah. Versus Kyle play caller, or versus what Matt Lafleur could have called as a play caller, knowing those players. I think it was a, a, a like a personal thing with Quinn. I think I think he knew him, and um, well, yeah, yeah, he had already the the reports had already came out that he had already had Stark in during the off season, oh, and okay. Stark was looking at the offense, and so it was more of you know, hey, this is my guy from. You know what I'm saying? From mutual friends. Right. Let's see what we can build here. Well, Sean, let me ask you this, man. So, what's your opinion about Arthur Smith this season, man? You know, stuff that he came in saying, what, you know, his his decision-making, because some of his uh, decision-making has been in question a lot all over Twitter. Uh, Yeah, I was one of those people who questioned a lot of his decisions. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I get that. I get that he's a first year coach, but it's there's a lot of things that he did in certain games and certain situations. Yeah, made me scratch my head. Clock management, play calling, personnel. It, 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 yeah, I don't know. At times, I was like, "Is is this really the guy for the future?" Right. But hopefully, you know, he'll hit. This is his opportunity to take a look at the whole season as a whole. Yeah. And say, okay, this is where I made my mistakes at. This is what I could have done differently. And again, getting the personnel in, 
Yeah. Because, I mean, it's one thing taking on the job and you assuming you're going to have Ridley and now you're going to have Pitts. And, right. you know, Playoffs? my understanding, they already kind of knew the whole situation with Julio. So you didn't come in really knowing you had Julio, but you was hoping to keep. Him. Right. That's a whole different that's a whole different offense and a whole different beast. Right. Than playing, you know, 17 games with Gaze as your number one receiver and not your number two. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then having to, uh, to manage the whole COVID situation, and now my offensive line is not holding up. Yeah. I don't have the run game. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's hard as a first-year head coach yeah. and as an offense coordinator calling those plays to to deal with all that. Right. So I'm trying was, to give was, him a little lee- leeway. I was looking on, uh, it was, I, think it was, I think it was YouTube or, or uh, Twitter, that um, Mad Sports might... Be mad at Mike saying, Sports? Yeah. Yeah, saying we should take a chance on on an Alabama receiver, the one who blew out his ACL. Um, what was his name? Oh, see, see uh, my thing about that is, yeah, I'm, my thing about that is, I ain't gonna even talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, regardless, whoever drafts him, he's gonna he's gonna sit. He's gonna sit at least. No, no, they say no, they say this. You know, he, he should be fine. I'm not gonna say by the season start, but he should be fine. His speed shouldn't go anywhere, so he should still be able to run his four three. So he'll he'll be all right. So I don't know how far his draft stock would plummet. Right. But my thing is in the draft, you need to find playmakers that's gonna be the best player on the board. I'm I'm with Mike Smith and 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 TF when they say we're gonna take the best player on the board and not reach for the need. Because eventually you start Eventually when you take the best player available You're going to build a solid team Right And then every position will have depth Every position will have competition So when one go down The next is step up And it, it, it won't be that big of a drop off That's one of the things that hurt the Falcons in the past Where they were drafting for need mm-hmm. Instead you of you, you, you reached for Caleb and even when you came back in the second round and I mean in the first round and reached for him, mm-hmm. he still wasn't the best player at that position. Right. You reached for him based on the mentality that you know you hear that he had and fell in love with him when you brought him in for visits. But was he the best player on the board? He wasn't. Hmm. Well, so I think you I think in the draft you have to kind of like really stick with that mind frame is we gonna draft the best player on the board like to me really was one of those best players on the board it right. wasn't necessarily a need we didn't need a wide receiver we still had Julio but he was the best player on the board but this might be a good draft to do that you think since we have so many needs that we you know maybe well, no, I think I think you have to find a I think in this draft you have to find a balance Think you have to go best player on the you have to go best player on the board. Right. But you also have to find a balance of getting what you need. Right. I think a lot of I think a lot of what we need, solid pieces, can be picked up in free agency. Okay. And I think at that point the draft is about building the future. I so, think so, they as, so as far as as far as the front line, who who's going to be out there in free agency that you think we need? <sighs> Not that I can't even really say. I can't really say that until, you know, teams go through their whole process of signing their players back, you know, because I might think a player going to be out there and team might might hit a deal. But I mean, there's going to be some solid offensive linemen out because because over the last, I want to say, three, four years, Atlanta has never really made that big splash on offense. The last the last big signing they had was a. in, uh, Alex Mack. Yeah, he was he was that big offense uh, offense yeah. signing but, but, that we needed at that time. But but then you I also got to remember in that season and, and not in that season, but in the, the season before the signing of the Alex Mack, they had just traded for Anna Retrain. Yeah, I got to trade it for him. Yeah. So you talking about you coming into the 2016 and your biggest hole is on, a center the and then you go get the best center picture. in the game and now you have a silent offensive line around Matt Ryan I mean they tried to go out and get players like John Osimo mm-hmm. that just didn't pan out 
Hmm. So I won't say I won't say it was a uh, I won't say that they just looked at the offensive line and that they never tried. But I think between like 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 y'all said earlier, between the the bad drafting of offensive linemen mm-hmm. and then the bad free agent signing the offensive line, I think that was even worse. Yeah, it, it put the whole. It, it was the same on the defense. If you look at the defense, the bad drafting the defense alignment, and then the bad signing the defense alignment. If I'm not mistaken, isn't there one that we signed uh, uh, um, that that he's not even on his team anymore, and we're still <laughs> owe him money? Uh, Carpenter. Yeah, James Carpenter. <laughs> we still paying that dude. And, Jam- and, Jam- and that was the same. We signed him at the same time we signed Jam- uh, Jamar Brown. Yeah, which was too bad. Bad offensive signing for his, for his offensive line, right? And so it, you just you you look at that and Playoffs? like as much as I like TD and I like the trades that he made because I mean as much as we want to give him grief for that, he's still the reason you had Tony Gonzalez. He's still the reason yeah. that you had Asante Samuel. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's still, <laughs> okay. he's still, I mean, yeah, he he still he traded for Asante. Yeah. You know, he's still the reason that she that uh, Dominique Farfworth was here because he traded for him. So I mean, as bad as his his drafts and a, a lot of his free agent signings were, some of his trades was clutch to building the, the team. Did he sign he, Abraham or no? Nah, Abraham for him? was here when he did. Nah, he okay. Nah, Abe was here when he got here. Okay, all right. So you know, you you look at that. I mean. He did go out and get the white Freeman, right? Which helped Vic Beasley. Vic had his yeah, but Vic had his his best season yeah. as a pass rusher. Yeah. So I mean, he he did little things like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's the one that drafted William Moore. Yeah. And William Moore had his time, but then he also the one that signed Dante mm-hmm. Robinson and let them misplay Dante Robinson as an outside corner when he was always a nickel corner. Right. Oh, so it's a little, you know, it's little things <laughs> like that that you look at and it's like, okay, yeah, you had- <laughs> oh my God, Dante! Oh. <laughs> look, man, look, he's the one that used to go like- flying head first, right? Yeah, yeah. But I thought Oliver was bad, bad, but then you brought up Dante. I'm like, oh my God! <laughs> Ooh, I, you don't like Isaiah Oliver? Man, <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah was solid this season before he went. Yeah, this, yeah, this season he was cool, but I'm talking like his first two years. It was. I mean, he was a head scratcher. Yeah, I mean he was. I mean he was a a work in progress. You know? <laughs> That's what he, he was a work. I don't. I like the Isaiah coming out of college. Right. No, I, I so, did too. I did too. I get that 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 that. that, that, that They'll tell you I was one coming yeah. out of college. I was high on Oliver. Yeah. But but then then he showed what he was really capable of, and it was like, <laughs> okay, don't you don't you do know how to play football, don't you? <laughs> Yeah. So that's, that's all I'm saying. You know. But uh hey, um Yeah, we have a lot of needs, man. So, you know, like you said, they they have time. They've had a year um to get this thing right, Terry Fontenot and all and uh, and, and and getting ready for the draft. So, you know, he really needs to step it up this season. As far as our, uh, you know, in the draft, and uh, we can really see what he can do. Or I think he may be out. He may not last as long as Thomas did. If I'm telling you, if you go Cal first round, he's he locked in. He'll be locked in if he get Cal Hamilton. You know what? He'll, he'll, even though he's even though he's from Notre Dame, I wouldn't be unhappy if they drafted a defensive player this this time around. So him, him and Grant in the back end, and you still have Hawkins, who you can try to run three safeties on the field with those three, and you get a you get Isaiah Oliver back at nickel. Like I'm not opposed to that. Hmm. I'm not opposed to that. All right, yeah. What, what do y'all think about uh, Mike Davis, man? This Mike Davis experiment. I know he, <sighs> you know he, he he put out a tweet, you know, apologizing. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. He put he put it everywhere. He put it on Twitter. He put it on IG. Yeah. He, boy, he was on bending knee like boys and men. Nah, it's it's tough for me, and I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I seen him play at Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's tough for me to watch him, you know, come back home because you know not a lot of players get to play at right. home. Right. 
to, to come back home and be one of the, the free agents that a lot of people are, are hyped about, feel like going to get the run game going, and then, you know, you have a, a disappointing season like that. And then on top of that, the last game of the season where you can walk out with a with a W, mm-hmm. your two fumbles put the team in a bad situation. So it's hard for me. Like, I, I, I personally wouldn't be against him coming back. Mm-hmm. I, I really wouldn't. But, yeah. I mean, at from what I've seen from O, you got to give O a chance, too. Yeah. Like, you got to give O a chance. Yeah, man. Yeah. You got yeah. to. Oh, nah, I know. nice. Yeah, I mean, but I know he need to work on his pass pro, you know, his pass protection. But as a running back, I've seen things from him this season and in previous seasons, I I can't say that I've seen. I mean, yeah, even he just broke that tackle and ran in for touchdown. I'm like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> like even you know what I'm saying, initially breaking the initial first tackle, like you have to give him a look. So look and at Quandre. Yeah, and I'm, my thing is, I wonder if you bring back if you bring back Mike Davis. You know what I'm saying? Does O get that look with CP still being here? If F CP is here, right? I'm hoping CP is here. See, I, I also saw find that man tweet tweet from him that he said his mama hopes he that, 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 yeah. that he stays here. So sign that man. It depends on what he's asking for. For that money, and we get to go pay that man his money. Pay that man. But do you pay do you pay him? That I mean, pay him definitely. But I, can we afford to pay him what he wants at that age? I don't, I don't know. I, you got to find that middle ground and make the team happy will make him happy too. Yeah, I think, I, I think I'm not gonna say he'll take a whole a hometown discount. Right. I don't think he's gonna do that. But I think he understands that this coaching staff has a vision for him that no other staff really. You know what I'm saying? Seen or used him like. But you think he's what? gonna? You think he's gonna give us what he gave us this season? Think he can do it again with I the mean, H? Even if he, even if he can't, I mean, I would hope he can. Right. I, I would. I wouldn't expect that. him. I wouldn't expect him to touch the ball as many times as he did this season. Right. If he had some help. Right. And I mean, and look, if you if you don't want to rock with O, if you don't want to rock with O, and you don't want to rock with Mike Davis, go get my boy uh, Kyron Williams out of Notre Dame. That's all you got to do. <laughs> all you got to do is go get him. <laughs> look, before you say something, before you say something, when you get some time, just go look at the run he had against North Carolina and just know that it's more runs like that okay. from him. All right. And get a light out, man. You know what I'm saying? Grab my boy from that seat, <laughs> No. Get Kyron Williams, let him be in the backfield, and I'm telling you, he, he'll make some things happen. Even behind that bad offensive line, he'll make some things happen. I'm gonna grab my boy he, London, boy. Shit. He got one of the <laughs> nastiest stiff arms coming out of college football this year. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, I saw highlights about that. That, that was a, that was nasty. <laughs> so I mean there's options for the Falcons. They, all they gotta do is give me a call. I leave in the right direction. <laughs> get this thing right. <laughs> I, I believe it, man. This thing right for sure. <laughs> Definitely, man. De- hey, y'all well, get. We might go a little. We might go a little heavy on Notre Dame, but we don't get it right. <laughs> going heavy on Notre Dame. <laughs> hey, man, they're going to stay at the SEC. I mean, yeah, I mean, they need to. Yeah. This draft, especially defensive line wise. I mean. Yeah. Congratulations, Georgia like fans. I said, I mean, like I said, I take anybody from the offensive line from Georgia or Alabama because they yeah. they was just out there doing it, bro. Y'all think, what about wide receiver? You think they're going to draft wide receiver or they should? Or They should, but not early. They yeah, they should. Yeah. They should definitely, they should be flipping over all rocks and yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking fourth, fifth round. Right. You know what I'm saying? They, I mean, they should be Look, man, if you can catch the ball, you should be able to try out this offseason for the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, like, look, I, like o, I like OZ, I like Gage. Right. Like, but, I mean, this is the season for them to show, hey, we can be in the league to stay, and they, they just, they didn't show that. Right, so, right. I'm all for, look, look, man, if you can catch football, show up at, at Flowery Branch, mm-hmm. we're going to work you out. <laughs> we gonna work you out, especially if really don't come back. We definitely gonna we gonna work you out because we can't go in. 
We can't go into this season with targets that can't get open. Yeah. And then expect a, a 30-some-year-old quarterback to Great. The bell is out. Yeah, because it ain't happening. Definitely not happening, man. Matt, Matt right now, he, he running like, you know, he got one of them chains with the wheels on the front. <laughs> oh, damn. Look, I, you know, I'm a, hey, you know, I, you know, Matt, my guy, you know, I ride with Matt. But we seen Maddie Wheels, man, and Maddie yeah. Wheels ain't. <laughs> yeah, those wheels like they stuck in the mud sometimes, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> donuts. The wheels got to get to spinning a little bit yeah. before they get up out of them. Yeah. But, when when do when 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 will it be cool to start actually looking to upgrade Matt? I'd say twenty three. Yeah, I think you're doing that year. I would look, man. I don't know. I kind of feel like they hope that, you know, Josh Rosen finds some glimpse of himself and the talent he has. And mm-hmm. he, needs around. Get, he needs to get accurate, but that's, that, that's, that's Rosen's problem. He needs to get accurate and be comfortable in the pocket because he looks like he's going to have a panic attack when he's back there, bro. Man, <laughs> did you see his first couple of years in the league? Man, <laughs> a panic attack, too. Yeah, but but that was behind a trap. Well, I, I, I'm saying trap. I'm, I'm about to say you see our old line. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> but that, that line, but that line when he first came out was worse than ours now. Like he couldn't, he couldn't count to five and been able to throw that ball. So, but I mean, but it, it just he looks so nervous and uncomfortable when he back there. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying setting these records with these picks. You know, what I'm saying. He might be a broken quarterback. I mean, he might like, be a broken who, quarterback. Who was like? If he that? can't get right, then get gone. <laughs> I mean, who who else? But I'm saying, who else was like that in the league? Carr, Carr was like that in the league because he, oh, you know, what I'm saying the Texans, yeah, the Texans' offensive line was so horrible, man. Like he was getting beat up, especially his rookie year. Mm. Yeah, so. I mean, even Josh Rosen might be a broken quarterback, but I, I just don't. I'm like a lot of other fans. If right. he was going to take a quarterback, you should have took him last year. Yeah, that's true. You didn't true. take one last year. That's so not- this year, you don't need to take one. Right. 2023 should be the year that you get a quarterback and say, all right, look, Matt, this is, this is going to be the farewell <laughs> tour. Make the best <laughs> of it because we're moving on after this. And I'm going to go ahead and say gonna, it. No stats. Yeah, we're not going to Drew Brees you. We're not Drew Breezing you. Yeah. We're not Ben Rothenberg you. We're going to move on. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely have to make that move in 23. And, you know, I think he knows that, too. That's not dumb. We love the ice cubes. Love them. They're adorable. Love Sarah. <laughs> yep. <She's> feisty. <laughs> definitely love Sarah. Best football wife on Twitter. Do you think, you think, honest opinion, Sean, do you think Matt's going to get one here? I hope he does. I mean, honestly, I you think he, he does. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's hard to tell. I mean, with the competition that's, in the, that's inside the NFC right now, I, I, honestly, I don't, I don't think so. I think I think he might he might get back to the playoffs, but as far as bringing bringing home a ship, I don't know. I think he could be. I think he can. I think if he can get over the hump of Tom Brady, or Tom Brady can be out the league quick enough, mm-hmm. he can definitely get back to the Super Bowl. I mean, we've seen him go up against Aaron Rodgers and and Russell Wilson and um shit. Who else is in the NFC? That's what I'm talking about. Not Matthew Stafford. <laughs> We not talking about. Well, I mean, I mean now Murray, you got Murray. Yeah, you got yeah. Murray, and you, then you got but look, you got Fields in Chicago. Fields is looking good. He needs a line, but Fields I mean, yeah, Fields need, he needs a line. But I mean, Bob, Chicago's not gonna beat her, man. That defense, they wasted so much of that defense prime without a a real quarterback. Now that they have a real quarterback, that defense is breaking down. Hmm. So if I'm Chicago, you know I'm calling the Falcons and saying, "Here's Khalil Mack for the free. Y'all need a pass rusher." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take them. I'll we just gonna help y'all out. We just gonna help you out here. Uh, it's not a bad yeah, deal. I'll take them. Yeah. You know we, but now nah, they. I mean, there's, there's some nice young quarterbacks in the NFC, but I think Mack 
can make a run. It, the team just got to come together. If we give him a defense, yeah, and, and give him a decent run game and a decent wide receiver who can get open, right? I think he can can make a run at the Super Bowl. I hate to say that 2016 probably was his best and only year. I hate to think that way. Yeah, I, I hear you, man. But I, I don't see how you, you can do get all that done in an, in an off season. Just don't nah, see it. It's, it, it's gonna be hard. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely it's definitely gonna be hard. A lot of decisions have to be made this off season, just like last off season. Right. Debo should be the first one out the door. <laughs> but uh, you know, if, if they create that everybody projecting that they can create and talking about at least 65 million in cap this offseason. Hmm. I don't know if they'll do it. Right. I'm hoping they do it. <laughs> and part of them doing it would mean really probably won't be here. Yep. But I'm if we gonna be Grady. if we gonna be yeah, oh, <laughs> Grady has to be here. <laughs> if you telling me Grady walking out the door then uh I don't need that 65 million. Just give me Grady. <laughs> the defense needs more of Grady, and yeah. they need more of a Grady and AJ type of mentality. Exactly, because I look at it like if you're gonna get rid of Grady, and then and then and then you bring up this, well, I hope he pans out type player, and now you don't have no defensive rush at all, yeah. and then you just screwed the pooch for the next two three years. But it's about the sacrifice, man. That's the thing. I mean, I'm sure they but don't want to get rid of. But if you're not improving. On what you're doing, then why change it? I mean, if we, if we gonna cut off my left hand, and uh, right, you might want well to take my right hand too. <laughs> I need my left. Well, hey man, He's not the same without the left. If Grayson not on that defensive line, then uh, y'all might just need to put a mic on Marlon Davidson every game so I can hear about how he gonna kill the quarterback yeah. when he's not back there to kill the quarterback. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, all I can say, man, is uh, I'm glad I don't have to make those decisions, but I oh, get no. to talk about them. And that's why Terry is already bald here. He's in the perfect position. Yeah, don't have to pull no more hair out. <laughs> Making those decisions. Jeez. Because the fan base is going to kill if, if Brady walks, the fan base is going to kill him. <laughs> because look, I look at it like if, 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 if Terry can bring half of what New Orleans Defenses mm-hmm. will be alright. Yeah. You admit that the Saints have a good defense? Look, look, look. I, I know, <laughs> I know. I hate, I hate the Saints. But I give credit where credit is due. They oh, got no, their no, pass rushers. Yeah. They, they have their DBs. But the Saints have a mentality, too. Yeah. They definitely you know have a mentality. Look at, look at that defensive swag on that field, man. Yeah. The, the great defense is just what just wasn't about the talent. It was right. about the mind frame that you're going to have to beat me physically. You're not going to push me around. This is not your line. You know what I'm saying? This is not your stadium. We're going to walk in here and we're going to take over the stadium no matter where we at. We need a, we, de- yeah, our defense don't have their mentality. We need another they dirty bird, don't. man. We need yeah, another. We need a dog. We need a Dirty Birds team, man. Like we, we yeah, we need that dog on that defense. And if, and, I mean, Grady is there. You got AJ. They have the slack. They just need a couple more pieces. Yeah. need somebody to help Grady on the corners. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, Fowler's not that. Yeah. Fowler's follow, not that dude. He's not that dude. Like, like let, yeah, He can walk. I don't care. He can walk. But if I got, I'll open the door for you. Yeah, he pissed me off in that Bills game. Like, bro, you yeah, can't make I'll a tackle see. jumping. Like, you just can't. That's why you got to get jumping like this is Super Mario, and he was trying to jump over the dang old mushroom or something. Like, <laughs> you can't do that. That's why we got to draft from that uh, the dogs, man. That dogs defensive line, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, that, I mean, this this kills me to say, but <laughs> yep, yep, come on, Georgia got some dogs on that defense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kill it kills me. I don't hate Georgia. I don't. I really don't hate Georgia. <laughs> they fan, they fans made me not like them. Hey, um, man. I don't hate Georgia. I'm starting to put two some and two they, together here. Some of these fans <laughs> just make me not like them. <laughs> no, Sean. Talk I, about no. no I will without you know us right. talking about them so that's where that issue came from but if Florida don't win in the national championship I'm happy for them that defense yeah. is nasty 
That, that yeah. defense is it, that defense it, it was, was nasty. It's nasty, bro. That defense, defense had a swag. Yeah. That yeah. defense had a swag. Like you you was going you weren't gonna come in this game and didn't right. do to us what you did the first game. Right. We gonna make you earn it and you gonna have to show us that you more man than more manlier than than right. we are. And that was the mentality that they had, man. When you get a defense that, that right, has that right. mentality, it's hard to beat. And because yeah. they're not just playing for each other now. They playing for pride. Oh, yeah, man. And you can tell, I mean, I thought Nick Saban's strategy would have been to wear him out as much as he can. Wear that defense out and then attack the run game. I mean, attack him in the, in the air. Well, I mean, they did lose their number one and number two white out. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It got it got no, to the point where they had a freshman out there, bro. No, 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 not taking nothing away from Bama and and, and Young. Young is gonna be a beast at quarterback. Mm. I mean, he was very poised, but when they needed it, yeah, and the game was on the line, that defense, defense showed up. Was there. Yeah, defense was nasty. Yeah, it yeah, was that, nasty. yeah, yeah, that defense showed up the and, entire game. Know, that, that, it's it's all you know. It's all about momentum, and yeah. once you get that momentum, bro, it, it's hard to take. And you just listen to the fans in the stands, bro. They just would not let up. And they're good guys, man. man. They're, they're, as far as just people, because I heard some interviews and like they last season, they could have easily went to the NFL last season. They all yeah. chose yeah, I mean, to stay. You'll come back. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that, that that just shows you that that show you that they were on a mission to prove something. Yep, exactly. And we need that on our defense. But we, I mean, at the same time, I wish our fans would take that same type of approach for us. Right. You know, be at the game. I know right. I know the product on the field ain't what you what you signed up for, you know, when you signed your fans with a card. So to pick the Falcons as your team, you know, you ain't signed up for a losing franchise. You know we've been that for a while. Right. But show up. You know what I'm saying? Because your energy in that stadium will change the yeah. whole complexity of how that team plays. When you dare to make noise and you dare to help create false starts and you dare to pump energy into players who might not be feeling, because at the end of the day, these players are still human. Yeah. We all go to work some days and just not feeling it. Yeah. So when you dare and you pumping energy into some players who might have just had a rough night, might have just had a rough situation, you can change the dynamic of the game, bro. Like, I get it. They give up yards. They give up third downs. They give up third and 19. They give up third and 20. But right, if, if you, I look at it like, there's no way I can be living there, have own season tickets, and not go to the game, bro. There's just no way. Yeah. But you, 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 have to, you have to stand by them. Because then when they turn it around, you, you want to claim them. Right. You want to claim them. So just, you know, show up to the games and, and just support them in their bad times. Because when they get it right, it's going to be good. You're right about you that, man. Just, just, just think about just think about the Mike Smith era. When, mm-hmm. when he got here, we was we was bottom of the barrel. You yep. talking about not seeing a, seeing a losing season from Mike Smith until the twenty until the twenty thirteen season. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm hoping that Arthur Smith can can do something like that. Like, okay, this is his first losing season. We understand the situation. Now let's build on that and and let's start creating that winning culture. Right. Which is why I was never with the whole let's tank for a pick or right, right. you know I believe that they I was I'm not gonna say they was in a win now, but I do believe that they was in a, a less compete now. Yeah. I want players on a team that's gonna compete to try to win even when they're not supposed to. Right, right. Because that's how you build a winning culture. You don't build a winning culture by saying, Hey, we ain't supposed to win this game, so we just gonna go out here and just, you know, right. we just gonna show up. Well, I hope none of them are seeing that. I really hope that, yeah, that ain't the case. Even yeah, though some fans so, want them to do that sometimes, but, you know. Oh, yeah, the fans want that all the time. They want the first, they want the number one overall pick every year. Yeah. If we're not going to the Super Bowl, then let's tank. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just never understood it. So it's right. like, okay, you don't want to talk, you don't want other fans talking about us being a loser franchise, but then you want us to lose? Yeah. And how's that been going for us anyway for the last few drafts? We picked our first pick. We had a Vic, we had a Vic Beasley. Yeah. You know who that exactly. Guy yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the type of pick you get for losing. Because <laughs> he was supposed to be one of the best pass rushers in that draft. Then and we, we see how that went. From Clemson. Yep. But you know what? I had, I had a little inside scoop on Beasley right before the Falcons picked him. And a friend of mine worked with him on this show, and uh, he came in to the office, and you know he got to. I think 
it was a show called The Panel. And uh, I think that season we had uh, uh, Vic Beasley, uh, uh, um, running back from Dallas, uh, um, you know, the Ewok. Zeke. Zeke was on yeah. there. Uh, Dak was supposed to be on there, but I think that's when he got in trouble or something, got a DUI uh, in his hometown. Um, I forgot who the other two guys but were, but... Um, so, you know, Kyle was talking to these guys, and I saw him. I was like, Kyle, how's it going? I was like, uh, how's, how's the dude from Clemson, man? He's like, you know, he's a real nice guy, real laid back, kind of shy dude. But, he, you know, he's nice, but he's like, I don't think he's going to make it, man, in the NFL. <laughs> like that. And for him to say that, I was like, wow. You know, and that was before the Falcons even picked him, you know, so. I, was, I mean, you knew early on he didn't have yeah. that dog in him. Yeah. And the reason that he showed he shined in Clemson because he had great wasn't Grady there with him next to him? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he had help. That was that was the best Clemson defense they've had in a long time yeah. because they all those star players. But it's just I, I knew early on. And what sold me was the game against the Saints when Debo had that pick in the end zone when they were had it all red mm-hmm. they got up and shook the hand of one of the Saints Saints players I said nah uh, bro yeah I remember <laughs> that, that that shit right there <laughs> I remember you that was, off of me. Yeah. that was that, that that was that Thursday night game yeah man I, and when I saw him get up and shake his hand I said nah yeah I actually I was I did that, that I was, playoffs that, that we'll talk about actually, playoffs the, the interception I had to watch it on the jumbotron oh. <laughs> because the, because a guy was so drunk in our section that he fell asleep and security woke him up and he went to fight the security <laughs> in, in, in the same in, in, in my seats was in the same end zone oh, that people had to pick <laughs> so uh, just imagine you hear everybody cheering and you just like, what the hell is going what on? What happened? Right. And then you look up and it's like, oh, the interception happened right here. They dragging Debo, but then you turn around and you see see this guy getting dragged out the stadium by security. It was, wow. It was wild. It was wild. <laughs> it was wild. Wow. But yeah, Vic, yeah. yeah. Vic, thanks, thank you, Vic, for winning me $200. Uh, <laughs> I was right one season about you, so I do appreciate that. But yeah, yeah, he just never had that dog in him. Never, never. And so when they said that, I think somebody said that he, that Thomas Dimitrov knew that he wanted to, to start his own church when he, when he did the fifth year option. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Wow, and then they talked him into staying anyway because he didn't want to look wrong on the pick. Yeah, and when that came out, I was like, "Yeah, man, <laughs> it fits. Yeah. It fits. <laughs> just you should have let him let him walk. Yeah, just take, you know, sometimes you gotta say I'm wrong and just let him walk. Exactly. You know, hey, hats off to the young man. You know, hope he does. Hope he's doing well. Even though you know, not in the NFL, but. Um, you know, with his church and all that stuff. So, yeah, I, I you know, I wish everybody the best, especially Vic. Yeah. You know? But I mean, that wasn't the first player that Thomas talked in the stand when he should have let go. Right. You know, he did it with Sam Baker. Yeah. Sam Baker didn't want to play football. His daddy wanted him to play football. Yeah. Talked him in the stand. Yep. Well, fellas, it's been this has been good, some good stuff, man. We're going up on an hour now, but uh, oh man! So hopefully, man, we'll just keep following them and seeing what's happening in this in this off season. And uh, I want to do a draft show again uh, this year, Aries. So um, oh yeah, that's definitely that. That was a lot of fun. And uh, so shine, oh. man. If you have a minute, man, definitely join us on the on the draft uh, draft show. Actually, we, actually, we might be at the draft. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a goal that we shooting for. Yeah, be in Vegas at the draft. So, if that you know, works when out, where we when we we draft Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame, you know, <laughs> be right there. <laughs> well, if that works oh, out, let me know, man. Let me know the closer it gets because it would be cool if y'all could jump in, like you know, if you have a break or something, and let us know what's happening. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. most definitely. 
If I ain't too drunk, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't. I won't be drunk. I yeah. won't be drunk. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the real from Shine and Aries to be yeah, drunk yeah. as hell. <laughs> Aries be at the bar. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have my own bar. I'm going to have me a bottle of hand. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping this up. I want to thank everybody for checking this out. And again, yeah. we want to thank Shine for jumping on. Shine, tell people if they want to holler at you on Twitter, how can they reach you? Uh, what is it? X Shine, X DBN. That's my Twitter. I'm always on there starting some kind of confusion. So. Definitely. Follow me if we argue. You don't take it personal. Playoffs. <laughs> I know that I love each and every Falcon fan, no matter how you cheer for the team. Just please stop cheering for us to lose. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And Aries, it's you know as usual, it's always good having you, bro. And um, yeah, man. And I like to say it now because I don't want you up in this piece. But congratulations to y'all, y'all Georgia fans. <laughs> yeah. um, you gonna do it before she was here? I give you, you know, I'm saying y'all credit y'all flowers now. All right. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to hear nothing, nothing else about it. Congratulations, to y'all, y'all Georgia fans, for winning national championship. Now, you Damn, know, bro. you know that ain't gonna fly with you. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I have it on tape now, so I can play it just in case you don't see it. Playoffs? There you go. <laughs> I ain't gonna say it again. <laughs> All right, I want to thank everybody for checking us out. Don't forget to hit us up, you know, on Twitter at Plus Up Falcons, and definitely check us out on iTunes, Armchair All American, and all the places that you get your podcast. If that is it, I will talk to you cats later. Peace. 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 Playing the latest episode, What's Up Falcons. Check out the What's Up Falcons podcast exclusively at armchairallamericans.com. Subscribe to the What's Up Falcons podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast at whatsupfalcons.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.